Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of Saturday, November 25th, 2023. Gaza ceasefire entered the second day with more hostages exchanged and critical supplies delivered. Uttarakhand tunnel collapse, options of manual drilling and creating vertical escape route being considered. Malayali journalist Soumya Vishwanathan murder, four convicts sentenced to life imprisonment, fifth gets three years in jail. Rajasthan Assembly polls, over 55% voter turnout recorded till 3 p.m. Kerala Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan slams centre over stalled development of Kannur and Kodikod airports. Let's get into the details. Hamas swapped more of its hostages on Saturday for prisoners held by Israel on the second day of a ceasefire that has allowed critical humanitarian aid into the Gaza Strip and given civilians their first respite after seven weeks of war. On the first day of the four-day ceasefire, Hamas released 24 of the about 240 hostages taken during its October 7th attack on Israel that triggered the war, and Israel freed 39 Palestinians from prison. Those freed from captivity in Gaza were 13 Israelis, 10 Thai nationals and a citizen of the Philippines. Under the agreement, Hamas will release one Israeli hostage for every three prisoners freed. Egyptian officials said Hamas would free 14 hostages on Saturday for 42 Palestinian prisoners held by Israel. During the four days, Hamas is to release at least 50 Israeli hostages and Israel 150 Palestinian prisoners, all women and minors. Israel has said the truce can be extended an extra day for every additional 10 hostages freed, something United States President Joe Biden said he hoped would come to pass. The start of the truce Friday morning brought the first quiet for 2.3 million Palestinians reeling and desperate from relentless Israeli bombardment that has killed thousands, driven three-quarters of the population from their homes and leveled residential areas. Rocket fire from Gaza militants into Israel went silent as well. With the auger machine encountering hurdles in the rubble time and again, rescuers are exploring other options such as drilling the remaining stretch manually or creating a vertical escape passage for the 41 labourers trapped inside the Silkiara tunnel for the past 13 days, officials said on Saturday. Drilling at the collapsed portion of the tunnel to rescue the trapped men was halted again on Friday night after the auger drilling machine faced a hurdle, apparently a metal object, and yet another setback to the multi-agency effort. Before the brief period of drilling on Friday, 46.8 meters of the 800mm wide steel pipe had been pushed into the drilled passage. The 6-inch wide tube for supplying food and other essential items to the workers had travelled 57 meters. With one hurdle or the other not letting the auger machine carry out horizontal drilling further and lay steel pipes through the rubble to prepare an escape route for the trapped workers, the option of manual drilling is being considered for the remaining stretch of 10 to 12 meters, an official said. However, he said manual drilling takes longer time. Efforts are also being made to create a vertical escape passage, officials said. A big drilling machine was moved towards the hill above the tunnel on Saturday morning, where two lowest elevation spots have been identified by experts for vertical drilling. A 1.5-kilometer access road to the top of the tunnel has already been built by the Border Roads Organization as the option of vertical drilling has been on the cards for some time. Vertical drilling is a more time-consuming and complicated option which demands more exactitude and caution due to the narrower space available on top of the tunnel roof, international tunneling expert Arnold Dix had said a few days ago. With mechanical drilling facing hurdles repeatedly and not making desired progress, the relatives of the trapped labourers are losing patience gradually. The multi-agency rescue effort began November 12th when a portion of the under-construction tunnel on Uttarakhand's Chardham route collapsed following a landslide, trapping workers inside. The workers are in a built-up 2-kilometer stretch of the tunnel. The trapped workers are being sent food, medicines and other essentials through the 6-inch wide pipe. A communication system has been set up using the pipe and the workers' relatives have spoken to them. 
An endoscopic camera was also pushed through this pipe, allowing rescue workers to see the condition inside. A Delhi court on Saturday sentenced four convicts in the killing of TV journalist Soumya Vishwanathan in 2008 to life imprisonment, while the fifth convict was sent to three years in jail. Ordering the quantum of punishment, the court said the offence does not fall in the category of rarest of rare cases, and the request for death penalty was refused. Ravi Kapoor, Amit Shukla, Baljit Malik, and Ajay Kumar have been sentenced to life imprisonment. The fifth convict, Ajay Sethi, has been sentenced to simple imprisonment for three years. Vishwanathan, who was working with the leading English news channel, was shot dead in the early hours of September 30, 2008, on South Delhi's Nelson Mandela Marg, while she was returning home from work. Police claimed the motive was robbery. On October 18th, the court convicted Ravi Kapoor, Amit Shukla, Baljit Malik, and Ajay Kumar under IPC Section 302 and Maharashtra Control of Organized Crime Act provisions for committing organized crime resulting in the death of any person. Ajay Sethi was convicted under IPC Section 411 and MCOCA provisions for conspiring to abet, aid, or knowingly facilitate organized crime and receiving proceeds of organized crime. Rajasthan witnessed brisk voting on Saturday with more than 55% of the electorate casting their votes by 3 p.m. to elect a new government. Polling began at more than 51,000 polling booths at 7 a.m. and continued till 6 p.m. Officials said voting was by and large peaceful across the state. In the first two hours of voting, nearly 10% of the electorate cast their votes and the figure went up to nearly 25% by 11 a.m. and to 40.27% by 1 p.m. By 3 p.m., the voting percentage stood at 55.63%, an official said. More than 5.25 crore voters will decide the fate of 1,862 candidates in 199 seats out of a total of 200 in the state. Polling in one constituency has been postponed due to the death of a candidate. The election in the desert state is a direct contest between the ruling Congress and the opposition BJP. The Congress is aiming to buck the trend of the ruling party being voted out every five years, while the BJP is eyeing a return in the state ahead of the Lok Sabha polls next year. Kerala Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan criticized the centre on Saturday for the lack of development at the Kannur and Karipur airports, alleging that their expansion has come to a standstill due to the policies of the union government. Speaking to the media on the sidelines of the Nava Kerala Sadhus program, the state government's outreach program. He emphasized the people's demand for the comprehensive development of these airports, ensuring the availability of their full facilities. Stating that Kerala is a land of expatriates, he said it is significant to provide them with facilities to connect with their homeland. He pointed out that one of the major challenges faced by the expatriates is related to travel. Pinarayi Vijayan noted that although the required land for runway development was handed over to the airport authority in October. There is a delay due to the extension of tender procedures on Kannur Airport. The chief minister said, though its construction was completed during the time of the previous LDF government and has all necessary facilities, the centre is yet to allow the point of call for the operation of foreign airlines there. The chief minister also alleged that the union government was providing facilities to the private companies to get the control of airports and to fix the airfares as per their choice. The development of Kannur Airport was blocked as part of this policy. He further charged. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Dose, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu Murlidharan, with technical support from my debut studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news, and be sure to come back tomorrow.